Hello, everyone, and welcome to Regina Watches Movies. I'm Regina. And I am Matt. And we're a little late on this one. A little bit. A little bit. We'd kind of, this is sort of our New Year's show, and so we'd hope to get it out the week of New Year's, but, you know, we had some partying to do, so that kind of got pushed back. We kind of just assumed, like, the days around New Year's and Christmas, we'd have nothing to do. That was kind (laughs) of silly. It didn't work out that way. No. No. But here we are now. Yes. And we're doing a movie I'm very excited about. I'm also excited. When does that happen? Not often in this friendship, no. I must say. <laughs> so we're doing When Harry Met Sally. Yes. And uh, it has the delightful Meg Ryan in it. Mm-hmm. And the strange Billy Crystal. What? <laughs> Have you? Do you remember how strange he looks in this movie? I don't. I mean, it's it, it like looks kind of strange Curl. all the time, I guess. Yeah. Short shorts. It's it's going to be a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> now, we had we had a conversation about this uh, that we sadly had to cut. Yeah. It was gold. It was gold. It was gold. Because you were dissing Meg Ryan. <laughs> Meg Ryan is the poor man's Helen Hunt. And I stand by that and want that on my gravestone. But no, we were we were going through, and uh, I was like, "Oh, is this the movie where they were on the Empire State Building?" No. Oh, is this the one with like the kid with the backpack? No. <laughs> and it turns out everything I thought I knew about this movie, aside from the orgasm scene, was yeah. you've got mail. Nope, it was Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. They're all the same. <laughs> no, they're not. Basically, who's the you've guy? Got... Who's who's new? Got mail. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And Sleepless in Seattle. Whatever. Yeah. They're all the same. These are all the same movies as far as I'm concerned. This actually makes me wonder if I've ever actually seen this movie. So it'll be interesting. Oh, huh. Yeah, the more I think I about it, I'm like, I don't I don't remember anything about this. Yeah. So I may have just not seen it. I've only seen it once because it was one of those movies that, like, growing up I always wanted to see because I loved Meg Ryan. And because she was in every chick flick I loved that, like, you just mentioned. Um... <laughs> And so I really wanted to see it. It was one of those where my parents were like, I don't think you're ready for this. So I didn't see it until probably last year or the year before. Hmm. But I loved it. And here so, we are. And here we are. I'm ready for lots of laughs. And uh, I guess we should mention, uh, this is a thing now. This is It's become a thing. <laughs> we're making it a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the, the New Year's trend, which we're a little uh, late on, Yeah. we went with uh, champagne. Uh-huh. So, so if you want to drink along with us, drink can, along with us, you can pair this podcast with a nice glass of champagne. Hit pause now. Run out to your uh, your fanciest uh, corner store. Uh huh. As I or do. if you're in Virginia, just go to the supermarket because <laughs> we have champagne there. Now I uh, I only have champagne at New Year's. Well, actually, I don't think I had it at New Year's. I just spilled it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but uh, like weddings and. and fancy things like that uh-huh. and more importantly i only have it after i've already been drinking right like like towards the end of the night or towards the end of the party or whatever when you when don't you, care what's in your hand you could just give me anything yeah It'd be like, Woo, it tastes like bubbles so i don't know that i've ever had champagne sober hmm. i actually i'm waiting to take a sip on air oh you haven't even had any no i don't know i I went with the the Cook's uh, California Champagne Extra Dry. That may have been a mistake. Oh, oh. Is that bad? Extra Dry? 
Yeah. I don't... Well, Godspeed. Okay, here's the uh, description. <laughs> Cook's extra dry is a semi-dry? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. No. Are they drunk? They were probably drunk when they came up with probably that. Probably drunk. <laughs> so I'm going to take a sip. Okay. I'll take in the nose first. Oh, Jesus. It smells like every champagne I've ever smelled <laughs> in my entire Is it going to take you long enough to take a, as long to take a sip as it did for you to open the bottle? This tastes like champagne. This is fine. Oh, good. I'm glad. Actually, this is delicious. This is really fruity. Huh. Lucky you. Mine tastes like crap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you went kind of fancy, right? Because mine cost ten ninety nine. No, no, I didn't go fancy. I made the mistake of going to Whole Foods to buy it, and so it was either, hey, buy this bottle, like, really pretty holiday bottle with snowmen painted on it by literally an unnamed champagne company. It didn't have their name on it anywhere. Or, for like $9, or buy a $60 bottle of wine. So, I went for the pretty one, but it tastes really awful, so I'm having one sip and I'm switching to wine. <laughs> really? That's it? <laughs> I, seriously, I take a sip and it's like instant heartburn. Oh. It just goes right to my chest. That sounds awful. It's awful. But I have it in a pretty champagne flute from, like, the 1950s, so I'm feeling pretty swanky. Just my mouth isn't. <laughs> I'm going to stick with this. This is a... I'm just going to go with it. Good. Yeah. Is it a, a good percent? Some of them are real low. Uh, 11.5. Oh, nice. I guess that's all right. Yeah, it's like a standard bottle of wine. Sure. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Yes, it will. It's always a good time with Meg Ryan. I guess. <laughs> Rather have Helen Hunt here. No. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? I, I watched um, Team America today, and every time like the Helen Hunt puppet came on, I had you in my head just talking about Meg Ryan. Good. Yeah, Good. that was great. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Helen Hunt's a terrible actress. No, she's not. Name three things she was in that you liked. Twister. Twister. Okay, I, loved, I do love Twister. And Twister. No. <laughs> Did she need to do any more movies? Uh, Checkmate. Fine. Meg I'm, Ryan's still superior. No. She, uh, yes. Watching who yes. knows. I don't know the last time I've seen <laughs> a Meg Ryan movie. Apparently every Meg Ryan film you think you've seen is really just one, so... It's, it's all Sleepless in Seattle, which I don't remember watching. That's the weird part. It's not like a movie uh, I grew up with. I maybe saw like one scene of that, and that's the only thing I remember. So You I definitely know. saw parts of it in college. Did I? Yeah, because I remember having it on. Okay. And you and all the other boys in the room were like, turn this off. But I wouldn't do it, so. That yeah, sounds familiar. Uh-huh. All right, so I think we're, we're ready to go. Uh, I guess I'm going to find out if I like Meg Ryan or not. Yeah. Or if I've seen this movie or not. <laughs> so this will be exciting. Okay. I'm looking, for I'm looking forward to the orgasm scene and everything else. Because <laughs> what more can you want from a movie than a funny, delightful orgasm scene and Meg Ryan? So I'm looking forward to a an hour and a half of fabulousness. Should be a good time. Yes. <laughs>
And we are back. Yeah. Yeah. That was really great. Yeah? I lo- Yeah, I love that movie. Oh, that makes me happy. I really don't... I think it's one of those movies that... Like, I'd seen the orgasm scene. Yeah. I'd seen the New Year's speech. I'd seen a couple other parts. So I was like, oh, I've seen that movie. I had not seen that movie. Really? No, not at all. Oh, that's exciting then. Huh. It was really great. Like, really, really great. Did you learn to like Meg Ryan as the movie went on? Um, she was fine. <laughs> she's, st- she's still no Helen Hunt? She's no Helen Hunt. <laughs> oh my god. No, my, my position has not changed at all. Yeah, it was really, uh, I, I think it was, uh, functionally perfect. I really think, like, on a scene-by-scene basis, Bow? I don't think mean? I would change a second of that movie. Wow. Yeah, I think it was really, really great. Huh. I actually, I had a section on my notes and I wrote only criticism. And then in all caps, I wrote way too many close-up shots of people making out. I hate watching people make out. (laughs) And there were so many scenes of like, like right up, like just their faces of people making out and eating each other's faces. And I hate that. So that, that, I mean, if that's my only criticism of a movie, I don't think that's that bad. So. And even that criticism, I mean, those scenes played a part you know they weren't like let's just put a scene in there it was like they were clearly playing off different emotions in various scenes like they were there for a reason no no okay no there was too much face eating i hate watching people make out do that in in private don't do that on screen it grosses me out so i was thinking about it i mean like like i'm I'm not i i mean i like chick flicks you know Uh uh-huh like not what in, not in general, broad, because there are so many shitty chick flicks. A shitty chick flick is awful. But a, a really good, well-done chick flick is amazing. Right? Well, yeah, I obviously agree. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> like, my favorite movie of all time, like, Five Hundred Days of Summer, t- total chick flick. Yeah, that's true. But even, I was thinking, like, that movie, though, not perfect at all. Com- like, flawed. No. Heavily yeah, very flawed. flawed. But yeah. I, I love it. I love it for its flaws. This movie doesn't really have any flaws. Like, it's, it was perfect. Yeah. I think it was yeah. perfect. I think that's fair. Aside from the face eating, it's perfect. Aside from the face eating. <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I can't, I, I'm trying to decide if this uh, movie just created so many... Every chick flick, like, stereotype that every, came out? Every, like, relationship trope, like, known to man. Yeah. Like, or, or if uh, it's just so good, everything just feels familiar. I can't, or both, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's very... Tr- I, don't, I don't think they lied at all in the movie. No. And, and when you watch a chick flick, everything is awful. It's awful. Every, everything is awful. Everybody's crying. And then at the end, it's just you get fireworks and all the women are having orgasms. Everything's perfect. <laughs> And that's not real life, and that's exactly what this movie was pretty much saying, I think. And one, one the best part for me was uh, uh, the wedding was like five seconds long. Yeah, why like, was that the best for, part for you? Because there was like a brief glance, and that was it. Yeah. And they skipped the rest of it because they don't need to show it because weddings are boring as fuck. Oh, that's true. And But like in, in you know, in normal chick flicks... It's all the drama, and people come storming yeah. out, and people fight and scream. None of that shit happens. Like, That's even true. If it's the wedding happen, is usually the focus in, in chick flicks, yeah. 
Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I remember going to my first wedding, like, when I was in high school and being so disappointed. Like, nobody <laughs> fought. No, like, estranged lovers came storming down the aisle. Weddings no one's boring. weave ended up on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that, and it was so realistic. It's like, if any yeah. drama is going to happen at the wedding, it's not going to happen during the ceremony. That's insane. No. Right. It's going to happen when everyone's drunk at the cer- at the, uh, the reception. Yeah. That's a good and point. And that was perfect. That was so true to life. Yeah. And that was why I said to mention that. So, boom. Made good sense. Good job. Good job. Can I just say, I think it's fascinating that... So, this is our fifth holiday show, right? Uh, yeah. Our so. fifth and final. Um, and out of the five shows we've done, Carrie Fisher has been in two. <laughs> and I, quite frankly, can't name... Any other things she's done other than when Harry met Sally and the Star Wars movies? Can you? Uh, no. No. So, like, how fucking weird. It's really that? weird. <laughs> that is an extraordinarily high ratio. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Maybe she was just really good at picking roles. Like, I am definitely going to be in this chick flick that's going to change the way that movies are done in the future. <laughs> and I'm also going to be in a movie with a child named Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's just good at picking movies. I don't know. Uh, but how weird is that? Yeah. And I thought she was really good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked her character a lot. I mean, aside from the fact that she kept stripping married men for the first like 75 percent in the movie but <laughs> yeah that was her character yeah she met the guy yeah yeah but i thought that that's really unique though i thought like that's a it was a really cool character because she was sleeping with married men because she was she was uh functionally kind of awful as a human being and she was okay <laughs> with it and everyone else was okay with it and you know, uh, I don't know. Infidelity is a thing that happens, and she kind of embodied it, and that doesn't happen in movies. That was crazy. I don't think that happens in real life. You don't think uh, there are women who sleep with married men for years thinking they're going to break up? Because that happens. Oh, no, absolutely. But I don't think it's ever that calm when their girlfriends are talking about it. Like, you know he's never going to leave. I know he's never going to leave. And then her friend just rolls her eyes and goes on with the conversation. Like, there would be some bitch slapping. There would be some lengthy discussions about how you're a fucking idiot. I think that that's probably the only relationship thing that irked me in this movie. Was that they were just kind of like, oh, well, that's just what she does. She sleeps with married guys. It's not that big of a deal. I'll take your word for it. I don't know how that would go down. Because yeah, there, there, it, it wouldn't go down <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, man, I think that it was something we noted uh, pretty. I think it was it was pretty early on. Was the um, the uh, high maintenance, low maintenance conversation? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I brought it up. I was like, "Did they invent this?" And we were both like, "I don't know." And Wikipedia seemed to. Uh, say yes hmm. that that was that was kind of the creation of that 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 trope that idea yeah so i wrote i wrote the actual quote down in case people haven't seen it um so billy crystal says there are two kinds of women high maintenance and low maintenance ones so i don't uh i don't think that's true what do you think matthew what do you mean as the male perspective on this film 
Do you oh, think? the truth. The truth. Yes. Statement. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a no. It's. I mean, it's a. Um, what do you call it? It's a overgeneralization. Uh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. But the basic concept, it makes sense. You know, you hear that. It was very. Um, it was very Seinfeld. That's what it struck me as. Hmm. Like Seinfeld d- did that constantly. You know. Yeah. Like they would say things, and it'd be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" I know exactly what that means. Okay, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, something like the uh, like the low talker. If you're like, yeah. what the fuck's a low talker? And you think about it for half a second, you're like, how have I never heard that phrase before? That that perfectly <laughs> describes so many people I know. And then it was, it was the same kind of thing, you know? So you're Having saying that there are two types of women. No, but they're, they're, those are two distinct characteristics. Ah. Uh. I mean, they're, they're not... <laughs> They do not divide the female population in two, uh-huh. you know, by any means. But there are two general, uh, there are two characteristics you can apply to certain women and to certain and, men. Why does it have to be a woman thing? I was about to say. There you go. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, to some men, men. Yeah. I mean, you're way more of a feminist than I am, so I was expecting you to point that out before I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think the other uh, generalization or stereotype is that like. Men are dumb, so we're all low maintenance. But that's not true. So, you know, no, that'd be that a, is not true. That'd be the opposite side of the uh, all women are high maintenance kind of uh, yeah stereotype. Gotcha. But yeah, but it was very. It, it was uh, a th- th- that sort of uh, familiarity I was talking about uh, that uh-huh. applied to like everything in the movie. Every like uh, every time they wax poetic on relationships and and love or whatever. It was like it felt like a conversation I'd heard before, hmm. and that might be true. <laughs> I was feeling that as well. Like I might have actually heard this somewhere before. Yeah. Well, that's actually interesting because I was reading like through the Wikipedia page, and so take that for what it's worth. But uh-huh. um, they were saying that I, I mean I loved the old people montages. I thought that was adorable. They would bring the old people in, and they talk about how they'd met and how many years they'd been in love, and blah blah blah. And they were saying that Nora Ephron, who co-wrote the screenplay, um, when she was having writer's block, she would just talk to random people on the production team and ask them about their love lives and, like, how they'd met people. And she took those stories, kind of recreated them into into the screenplay, and then had actors portray them. So the fact that they were kind of, you know, fact-based, I think goes back to that whole concept like it is really relatable and i think that she did a good job and whoever the other co-writer was because i don't know him um but did a good job of kind of just taking real life and then putting it into the movies and i think that's why it was so relatable it wasn't carl reiner what was it i mean he directed it no he directed it he didn't he was no no he writes a lot of his stuff that's right he does yeah correctly but you know how I feel about old people, so let's move on. I know, it's awful. Ah. Same way I feel about women and white people. <laughs> <laughs> Among other things. No, just women and white people. Everything but black men. <laughs> you sound like my mother. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh-huh. uh, the scenes, like, it, like the first scene, I, uh, the first uh, old person little scene... Yeah. I was like, oh, it's kind of cute. And by the second one, I was like, oh, this is scripted. Like, it, 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 I caught on pretty quickly. Oh, but they were so adorable. I didn't even look it up. I was, I, I, I would have been surprised if that was real. I wouldn't have been surprised because there was no chance that was real. 
Well, they said it was based off of real stories. Did they? I just said that. Oh, you, I mean, like, in the movie, <laughs> they didn't say that. No, no. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, in the movie, they were implying those are real people and they were their stories. They pulled them off the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. And found these perfect love stories one by one. Yeah. No. They'd be like, who are you? Because of the old Alzheimer's. Because they're old. <laughs> You're terrible. I love old people. They have I, such great stories to tell. Why don't you like the beginning of life and the end of life? You hate you hate babies and you hate old people. What is they, wrong with you? They both they both involve pooping yourself. <laughs> oh my god! I don't like that. You gotta say though, I was way less, uh, way way less mean spirited on this one. I laughed at Meg Ryan's tears once, <laughs> but I was. That's true. There weren't starving children that you were laughing at. Or yeah, no. yeah. So, but I like. I thought it was funny. I think it was actually a funny line. I think you misread that, not me. Where she was like, but, I'm, "I'm about to turn 40. in the bedroom. Huh? Oh no! I loved that line. That's what I was laughing at. But she was crying the whole time. And I was Wait. like, should I be laughing at background's tears? And she's like, no, you're horrible. And I was like, I thought that was funny. Well, I just, I just meant like, don't look at a woman crying and start laughing. There's something wrong with you if you do that. But no, I love that line. I, I even wrote to you. I was like, this is me. Because <laughs> she's like, I'm going to be 40. And he says, when? And she says, one day. And she starts crying. And he's like, yeah, in eight years. <laughs> And that's how I feel. Like, yeah. I'm going to be 40 in 15 years. <laughs> Maybe you wrote that at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. yeah that, was, that, was, that was a good line. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I liked, um, what's the guy's name? He had a funky name. Uh, his, name his character name was Jess, which is a terrible, that was terrible. I hated that every time they said it. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he was in um, uh, City Slickers. Nope. With Billy Crystal, I think. Nope. No, he wasn't? No, I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Pretty <laughs> sure he was in City Slippers. The it's best fine. friend? It's not great. It was a dad movie. My dad made me watch it. I was like, yeah, it's, you know. <laughs> Are you talking about the, the best friend who, like, totally, obviously dyed his hair? With that baller-ass mustache? Oh, oh, yeah, that one. That was such an 80s New York mustache. Ugh, awful. <laughs> Ugh. No, but he was great, too. Everyone in this movie was great. Yeah. I really... It, Every, everything about it was great. Yeah, I, don't I know. agree. Oh, you hated the um, uh, uh, who was the guy? What the fuck is his name? The guy who did the music. Oh, yeah, Harry Connick Jr. I hated the soundtrack to this. I hated <laughs> the soundtrack to this so I paid badly. Zero attention to the soundtrack. Oh my god, I want to go through and watch it again and figure out how many different renditions of it had to be you they used. It was a motif. It was a, a lot, it was a, thing. a lot, a lot, too many. <laughs> Why would we possibly thinking about the music of this? Because it pulls you in. No, it did not at all. It sat I'm in the background big, as it was supposed to. I'm a big soundtrack person. Like I listen to soundtracks all the time. One of my top played albums is the Finding Neverland soundtrack. I never I saw that actually. Oh, oh, we're putting that on the list then. That's yeah. My, that's like top three movies for me. Oh, so I think, I well, I wrote down a lot of lines. I don't know what my actual favorite is, but the first one that really got me 
and made me almost die was um, when they're on the airplane and they've just seen each other for the first time in five years and Harry's talking about, you know, he's getting married. He finally figured out how to really schmooze a woman. And he's like, so you have lunch with a woman, then you have dinner with a woman, then you dance with a woman, and then ne- the next step is when you whip out, like, the white man overbite. Yeah. And I thought that was great, because every white guy does that. <laughs> you all do that on the dance floor. <laughs> I do that ironically, though. Like, I know I'm doing that. I didn't know there was a name do for you? it. Do you? Do you? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> My unironic dancing is just, like, the raptor. Not the raptor. The raptor is just drunk. It's just, like, arms in my front. Just yeah. Just throwing my head around. And you, you kind of, like, pedal your arms, almost. Like, yeah. they just go in a circular motion, and then you... I'm doing your dance right now, trying to figure out how to describe it. <laughs> Things is 90% self-defense. That's where I was born from, because I don't know what to do with my arms at all, ever. So and you're just ready to swing whenever you have to? No, like, I, 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 it started at concerts, and I wanted to dance, and people were bumping ah. into me, so I had to put my arms up, and eventually, when I dance now, by myself, they were just, my arms go up like I'm trying to fight <laughs> off people. It's, it's fine. It's not that. Huh. It, yeah, it's fine. It, it works. So I did kind of want to talk about the similarities between this and Sleepless in Seattle, since that was a major issue that we talked about in the intro. Okay. And you not knowing the difference. Um, yes. So, Meg Ryan plays a journalist in both of them. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. Um, Sleepless in Seattle, she's in Baltimore, but still really? a jur- Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. But still a journalist. Um, Meg Ryan is super picky about food in both movies. In fact, in Sleepless in Seattle, she meets her fiancé because they both ordered basically like two pieces of bread and lettuce and mayo and that's how they fell in love it was very strange anyway that's another similarity also (laughs) yeah that's how they met um nora efron did the screenplay for both of them so there's your major tie-in there you go yep and rob reiner is linked to both of them so he was obviously the director of when harry met sally and i think the producer um and in Sleepless in Seattle, he's actually Tom Hanks' best friend. So it's kind of weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, like these small little tie-ins. I don't know. I thought it was kind of strange that nobody called Nora Ephron out on that. Like, hey, you pretty much did this movie, but it was less a comedy. Like, Sleepless in Seattle wasn't really a comedy at all. Mm. That was it, like a pure chick flick. Yeah. So I, I guess that's how she gets away with it, because when Harry Met Sally is more of a comedy with yeah. a chick flick on the side. But I don't know. I just thought that was kind of cool. I feel like I remember Rob Reiner in Slips in Seattle. He checks like out Tom Hanks' butt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's actually a pretty good actor. <laughs> now he's, in, he's uh, in New Girl. Is that uh, what you were he, going to say? He's pretty good in New Girl. He is. He is? Yeah. Yeah. But he's in um, I Cannot Imagine You've Seen uh, uh, Spinal Tap. Nope. No. But he, he directs that, and he's, he's uh, he plays the director in that, and he's really funny, too. Hmm. And a lot of that's improv, too, so he's, he's kind of going with the flow. Huh. But he was uh, my, my my favorite Rob Reiner moment. I don't really watch a lot of 30 Rock, but I yeah. caught one episode, and uh, <clears throat> he was doing, like, a stereotype of, like, the Hollywood actor who goes into politics. Okay. And uh, I don't, I can't remember the line, but, like, the, 
politician was like riling people up and you know trying to make a point and saying that the politicians like supported something terrible like you know killing babies or something and Rob Reiner says the acclaimed director of Harry- when Harry met Sally would not say that and it was the funniest <laughs> shit ever and he like deadpanned it it was just cool. That's anyway, great. I like that. I love Rob Reiner. He's amazing. Yeah, Carl Reiner. He's, he's pretty cool. How many times have I said Rob Reiner? It is Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Who's Carl Reiner? Carl Reiner's not a person. Carl Reiner is probably a person. I think he's actually a person, though. I feel like that's a relevant name I've heard. Yeah. Hold on. Pulling out my phone. Are there different Reiners? <laughs> I'm paranoid. So I'm getting buzzed. And now I feel like I'm just talking like random shit. Oh, Carl Reiner's, like, ridiculously old. Um, <laughs> I know his face. Uh, why do I know him? That's him, though. That's the guy. No. Rob Reiner's on The Daily Show. Or he was. Huh? He's on The Daily Show? Who am I fucking thinking of? Rob Reiner's, like, the chubby dude. Yeah. Carl Reiner is... The director of Frank Wilhelm and Sally. 92 years old. No, that's Rob Reiner. Is that Rob Reiner? Yes. No fuck, wait, I'm so confused. Who's Carl Reiner? He's a 92-year-old that I'm trying to figure out what he's in that you would know. Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle. Who is Rob Riggle? That's the Daily Show guy. Oh. Carl Reiner, I know, he's, he's, um, uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven. He was in Ocean's Eleven. Yes. Yes, okay. Yes. There you go. For some reason, I thought I like a fuck shit. I'm gonna cut this shit out. Obviously, <sighs> this shit is great. By the way, this champagne. Your shit. champagne. <laughs> yeah, that just like hit my head really quick. But uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, okay, doesn't matter. At some and, point, I thought it was Rob- fluctuating between Rob and Carl, and I panicked. That's okay. Um, Rob is his son, so eh, interchangeable, I guess. Oh really? Uh huh. Actually, I can see that. Just picturing their faces, I can kind of see that. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, he was married to his wife for 64 years and then she died. Uh-huh. Why am I still reading this? Now it's going to make me sad. I'm assuming you're talking about Carl because Rob wrote this about his divorce. Yes. Yes, I'm talking about Carl. Yeah, he was married to Penny Marshall. Why does that sound familiar? Huh? That sounds familiar, right? Or no? Penny Marshall? Yeah. I know who Pe- You don't know who Penny Marshall is? I said that sounds familiar. Yes, I just didn't know she was married to Rob Reiner. Well, who's Penny Marshall? Laverne and Shirley. Uh, Gary Marshall's sister. Uh, Yeah. She's in Hocus Pocus, if that helps. I don't care anymore. She's the old old lady. Don't care. She's the devil. That movie's so bad. It's so good. It's such a bad movie. You don't even know. I've seen it. No, you you haven't. I have. (laughs) Yes. Not under the right circumstances, then, if you still hate it. It's so good. No, we was at a party the first time I had a beer. Aww. No, aw, It was terrible. How cute is that little memory? Sucks. <laughs> I was drinking Miller Lite. Uh, that does suck. It was fine. So I personally think that the the writing on this was fantastic. Like, it was very fast communication and i but i just thought it worked really well like at some points you were kind of catching up with the characters on what they were saying and then when you got it you got it but they were just so funny going back and forth kind of at rapid speeds at some point especially between harry and sally Mm -hmm. um 
but I just thought that the whole writing was so good. And one of my favorite moments was when um, Harry is talking. He's he's at the baseball thing. What do you call that? Where you're, where they shoot the balls at you. Uh, batting cage. Batting cage. He was at the batting cage. See, I blocked that out because the last time I went to a batting cage, I broke three fingers. I was going to say, I cannot <laughs> see you at a batting cage at all. Only once. <laughs> the thing with the thing with the baseballs, the batting, that was great. Well, it broke three fingers. I wasn't going back. No. Um, but he's there with his best friend, the guy that we can't think of that has the really bad hair. Yeah. Um, and he's talking. Mustache. His... Mustache. Let's focus and on the mustache. And hair. The hair. No, the mustache. I couldn't even look at the mustache. The mustache. It's a great mustache. Couldn't anyway. look at it. Um, and he's talking about like his recent sexual conquests, and. He... He just casually says, I made love to a woman last week, and she actually meowed. Yeah. <laughs> and that was and all then, the friend heard in the story? Yep. And he, he just kept meow? repeating, she meowed? <laughs> she meowed? That was great. I liked it a lot. <laughs> that was great. I think purring is probably more appropriate. Meow would be really awkward. <laughs> But the way they phrased it, it was like, <laughs> like she just like she, her reaction was to meow. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a meow for me, baby. It was just like she was like meow. Like that was her reaction to the sex. Yeah. Which is amazing. That's a that's an amazing image right there. Well, and when he said that, I immediately kind of shot to the orgasm scene in the cafe, and I was like, it would have been really cool if Meg Ryan meowed right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one of my other favorite parts is when they run into Harry's ex-wife while they're singing karaoke. They're singing Oklahoma, which is like the worst thing to sing ever. But they're singing. I hate that. Kar- it's a bad song in Oklahoma too. Oklahoma's just a terrible musical. It's a, I, I did that in high school. I did the pit band. Oh, the, that's the, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's but that terrible. sucks. Ugh. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, but the ex-wife comes up and it's a really awkward interaction and then she walks away and he turns to sally and he says her legs looked really heavy she must be retaining water trust me she saved everything i just thought that was great <laughs> that was a good one and i also like how uh, this is this was the one thing meg ryan did that i enjoyed it was when she she had the microphone to her mouth and she yeah. was like that's helen she said it up on the speaker. <laughs> that was so sad. That was good. That, that was, was like one of the five sad things in this movie. That was the one thing Meg Ryan did right. Oh, that's not fair. She got n- constant negative points for the hair. What the fuck was that about? Well, that was very 70s and 80s. It, the, the higher it went, the better. 1989. This movie came out 11 days before I was born. I know that. I wrote that down, that I was bored when this came out, but you weren't. That's <laughs> There's no excuse for that here. Okay, so I think that's about it for When Harry Met Sally. Um, we both enjoyed it. How yes. wonderful is that? Uh, very, very rare. Very rare. Yeah, very rare. Um, so we've kind of decided... For our next little adventure, uh, we each picked a movie for each other that we think we should have seen by now, Mm -hmm. and we haven't. So, uh, I've never seen Pleasantville. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about it, aside from a really young Reese Witherspoon, and it's in black and white. Oh, you're going to love that movie. Don't look anything up. Oh, no. You're going to love it. I hate when you say that. No, like, it's just, it's just good. 
good okay. surprise. It's not like it's not like a horror movie in waiting. It's just okay. a really good movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. And Matt's never seen Donnie Darko. No. So we're going to see that. And to be honest, I haven't seen that since I was probably 14 or so. So my memory is not great. So I know it's kind It'll of fucked kind up. Of be, it's very fucked up. That's, that's all I know it, about it. Yeah. It's very fucked up. So I know I know we should have seen it. So Yeah. So that'll be an adventure. I'm still afraid of bunny suits because of that movie. <laughs> so, yeah. So those are the next two episodes we have coming. And do you have any other maintenance things we should talk about? Or should I go into my spiel? Well, I think uh, I think for Pound Out, uh, I think we'll probably just alternate. Because I think we both have uh, sort of sizable lists on yeah. both sides that we should watch. So Okay. I think yeah. it's a good template here on Works for me. Yeah. Which is why we should have called this Regina and Matt watch movies like I suggested. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's on, it's on iTunes now. We can't I know. It. We can't go back. The sheer fact that you had not seen Top Gun, oh. that, that alone justifies the title of the podcast. And I feel like a better woman for having watched it. You should. Major sarcasm. No, you All should. All the sarcasm I can muster in that sentence. You, I mean, there's no way you've not seen references to that movie since we did that podcast. There's no way. Uh... I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you remember on Halloween when we went out and we were at a bar and I was like, is that guy supposed to be Goose? And you were like, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. just know that because we watched that episode a couple months ago, don't you? You would have yeah. had no idea. Yeah. No, I just would have thought he was just a, is he a guy is dressed he, in like an air. Is he in the Air Force? Outfit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Regina, no. <laughs> That man is dead. Should I buy that man a shot for <laughs> serving my country? <laughs> Ask him if he likes volleyball. <laughs> I would have done that. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a little glimpse into our personal lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I think we're going to do Donnie Darko next and then Pleasantville, but don't hold us to that. Because shit happens and things get moved around. But that is the plan for now. Yes. Um, so if you want to contact us, you can tweet at us at Regina Movies. Or you can email us at ReginaWatchesMovies at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. Or you should most definitely go on iTunes and rate us and write a comment. Because that'd be wonderful. Yes. Yes. Also stamps. Oh, Jesus. Like, so many stamps. We're not going to get sponsored by stamps, like, Matthew. Tons of stamps. No. Stamps everywhere. Am I doing it right? No. Ugh. You're going to turn me into a spiteful philatelist if you keep bringing up stamps. <sighs> <laughs> I tried. Yeah. It was it, good. Good try. Good yeah. try. I'm trying so hard to sell out. <laughs> <laughs> to stamps.com? Sure. Can we just throw out all the major ones? So you've got stamps.com, audible.com. <laughs> um, I love me some books read to me by people. And extremerestraints.com because who doesn't like various sex toys that are painful 
and naturebox.com because they've got things called nom noms that are delicious so of course we want to sponsor nom noms and sex toys and audible listenable books and stamps because that's what we're all about here at regina watches movies and cook's uh california champagne right right and uh uh, joanne fabric and craft stores nope why why and uh uh, are you sewing right now uh nfl (laughs) and and sony Uh uh-huh and uh hg wells and sure and gamecube yeah uh futurama and mega millions i'm running out of things to look at what is mega millions what what is mega millions what is mega millions like the lottery yeah oh okay the lottery's not gonna sponsor us and verizon and febreze i love febreze (laughs) and toshiba and pokemon snap what pokemon snap no dr pepper Candles, uh, wine glasses. <laughs> We're just naming things in the room. Desks. Desks.com. They got table. desk needs met. Purple tablecloths. <laughs> I need all of them. Uh, shelves Pre- full of uh, anime. Uh, oh, <laughs> I know whose room you're in now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cats. Definitely cats. Cats. We would love to be sponsored by we're, cats. We're already sponsored by cats. That's true. I think that about sums it up. <laughs> That's our wish list for 2015. <laughs> Waiting for your call, desks. <laughs> we are now sponsored by desks. We're, that's it. Whether or not there's a company named desks that is willing to pay us, we're sponsored by desks now. Oh my god, I'd be all about it. There's a lot of things you can do with a desk. I'm using a desk right now. I'm not, but I'm looking at one. (laughs) (laughs) And if you pay me, I will use it all the time, so. Desks for all your support needs. We need to finish because I'm going to pee myself if I laugh anymore. Regina Watches Movies brought to you by Desks. I'm Matt. I'm Regina. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Yes, we will.